Hello, my name is Hannah Kay. My name is Emerson. And welcome to Husker Hustle, where we uncover entrepreneurial stories in Nebraska. Abby Miller, CEO and founder of Pat on Tap, combined her passion for cattle and community by creating a business that provides vintage flair and fun to events. Miller speaks about her experience as a student entrepreneur, emphasizing the importance of taking constructive criticism and using it to transform your idea into something stronger. So in high school, I was really involved in an organization called FFA, um, super popular in Nebraska, and that got me involved really in the event side of the industry, of just the world. Um, I had a kind of floral organization. It was a nonprofit organization, but it got me into a lot of events. So I knew that I really loved being a part of events, and then I also really loved like when I, people ask me what my passions are, it's cattle and people and specifically relationships. I, I think that's what our world runs on is beef and then making sure we have friends. So I knew coming into college that I really cared about that. So I'm an animal science major. And then I also was a, have a minor in the Angler Entrepreneurship Program. And so in that program, your freshman year, you have to do a pitch kind of closer to the end of the year. You have to come up with a business, whether you're going to do it or not, you have to come with a business and then share it with the class in a pitch format. And I had no clue what I was going to do. I was like, ah, I have no clue. And uh, my really good friend, Alyssa Mosier and I were sitting in um, a study room one night and it just kind of hit us. And we we're like, oh, you could do, I'm a, so I'm a photographer. And she's like, you could do a photo booth inside of a horse trailer. Like we were like, oh yeah, we've seen these on Pinterest and everything. So it came up with this whole pitch in one night, had a whole business plan around a photo booth and then a kind of like, it was something to do with flowers again um, and pitched it and did really well with it. Some people were loving it. Some people were hating it. Um, that may be a lesson we'll get to later um, in the interview, but so came up with this like horse trailer photo booth thing, was really working on it for about, I don't know, um, close to a year on just the idea and how it would all work and really decided that although it was a great idea and I love the mission behind it and it's not an idea that I've completely scrapped, it maybe wasn't the most lucrative thing a college student could do. And so I started continuing my research like, oh, I still love this like photo booth thing and this like horse trailer thing. I come from a little bit of an ag background. So the horse trailer thing I was loving and it was actually something I wanted at my high school graduation. So I was like, I know people want this because I wanted it. Mm -hmm. um, so then one day must have randomly came across like this mobile bar concept. I thought, oh, okay. Well, that like makes sense as a business model. So did more research on that. Didn't want to do a horse trailer then because I knew so many other people had done it. It was super cute, but I don't want to be like everyone else. And so one day must have came across a pickup bar. So I was like, oh, that's kind of a good idea. And then like, I could restore the pickup at this fails. I'll just like resell the pickup. Makes total sense. Um, so yeah, came up with the idea and then um, found a pickup. And next thing you know, I'd pat on tap. Could you talk a little bit about some of that criticism that your first pitch received and then how you sort of use that to transform it into this new idea? Right, yeah. So something I've, learned about business in general, not just through this business, but through other businesses I've had and other people's businesses that they've had is that there's somebody that will always love your idea. There's somebody that will hate your idea and they're both right. It's really true. Like ideas are just ideas and people are going to hate it. People are going to not hate it. It could fail. It could succeed. So the very first time, you know, I was pitching it, I knew people didn't love it. I knew why. And it was because honestly, the model did not look very lucrative and it was going to be set up as more of a nonprofit. So my hope was that I could get other people bought in and would donate. So it'd be a non, the first business model was truly a nonprofit. So I decided like that's nonprofits are really hard to start without that funding source first. Um, so then I knew like there's still a lot of um, 
the events industry is a really large industry once you break into it. So I knew that there was other ways to make money in this, the events industry. And then, so I like, people are always like, man, I've never heard of this idea before. Like you're a genius. Okay. I did not come up with this at all. There's another company that, um, they are out of like, they started in San Diego, California, but they have trucks from like San Diego, California through Texas, all the way over to Florida. And it's like a licensee deal. So it's not like these two owners own a hundred trucks, but there are almost a hundred trucks under this one name. So I knew the business model worked. So that's how, um, that's kind of how I could get people convinced. And the biggest critics were my parents. And I totally know why, but I had one night, a different mentor over at my house to explain to her the idea, get some feedback. Um, and she's a well-respected, um, person in the community or good family friends. And I was telling her about it. And right away, her reaction was like, oh my gosh, yes. Like my company just did this event. We paid this person this much to do this. And they're like, this would totally fit at our events at work. Like you absolutely have to do this, Abby. And she was just raving about it. And now again, she's on that side where she was probably going to love any idea that I said, unless it was really, really bad. Like she was probably going to love anything. And that's when my parents overheard it. Like, oh, okay. So Abby's not the only one that thinks this is a good idea. And they had proof because she was sitting at her kitchen table. So that's when my dad was like, you know, I think I know where we could find you a truck. Um, so then once my parents were kind of like, oh, you know, you can do this. That gave me a lot more confidence to say, okay, I, I can do this because my parents don't think I'm crazy. <laughs> that's we'll wonderful. Do you find that? Now that your like entrepreneurial bug has been like, or like this part of you has been like tapped into, wink, wink. Um, <laughs> do you see like now all the time you're constantly seeing like, oh, this is a problem in my community that could be solved or like this is what my community would look for or need or has that always been part of your life? I think it's always been part of my life, but it's specifically because I come from a pretty expensive family of entrepreneurs. Um, my grandpa, he started at the gas station in town and that's what we just had our 75th year anniversary. Um, my dad is a business owner. Um, he does have a, like or another job too, but, um, he has a lawn service and we bail hay, um, and have a little bit of cattle. Um, my oldest, let's see, my oldest sister, she's ran a couple of businesses. My middle brother, he's been, an, he's only been an entrepreneur. He's never had a regular job, really. I mean, he's bartended a little bit here and there, but like mainly his main source of income has been entrepreneurship. Um, my closest sister, she's a photographer. So like entrepreneurship has always been surrounding me. So I think it's always been, you know, like when I was five and when I was like five, I think me and my friends were trying to sell rocks to our neighbors. And then like in fifth grade, then we were trying to sell soap to our neighbors and had a dog walking business. And then, you know, like I've always had a business, whether it was like a lemonade stand or a photography business or now, you know, vintage vehicles that serve at large events, but it's always just been there. Um, so yeah, yes and no. So I, it's probably ramped up more, but it's always been there. Wonderful. Awesome. What qualities do you think that you possess that contribute to your success as a student entrepreneur? And what do you think that other people like should um, just like naturally sort of have? Or do you think it's something that you can learn? That's a hard one. I think you can learn it, but you have to learn it through experience. So like that's, you can't learn it. You, a book can't tell you, yes, you can, you can do anything. Like book is, books do tell you that, but it, I really do think it's like more tactical. You need to experience something that really, really interests you and really lights a little bit of, like in the angler, we use the term fire in your belly. Um, mm -hmm. Because if you, if you're not passionate about what you're doing and not like a little bit delusional, it's not going to work. Like on paper, 
the pat on tap thing probably wasn't the best decision to, to be honest like it's, it's not like it you know like the business model does work but like the the work you have to put into it and the risk you have to take like act, starting any business almost makes no sense so you have to be a little bit delusional um honestly that's just truly what it is you have to be a little bit delusional you have to have hope and that it's so not illusion it's it's hope um but, <laughs> so that's what you need um being creative does help. You don't have to be creative to be an entrepreneur. You only need one idea, usually. I mean, a lot of entrepreneurs have a lot of ideas before they find the one, but you really only need one idea that works. Um, but creativity does help. Um, let's see, diligence. Um, th- there have been a lot of times where like things really stink. Like everyone sees the business like, oh my gosh, this just has to be so awesome. No, like things really stink sometimes. Um, I don't win every quote. The people that I thought were going to book me didn't book me. Um, Things take forever to get done. Like, you know, it just also takes some diligence there. And that comes a little bit with the hope of also knowing like, hey, that thing sucked, but um, we'll we'll get past it. We'll move through it. Um, So yeah, creativity, diligence, um, discernment is another one I'm not necessarily saying I'm great at making decisions at all but again it's being able to tell that balance of people who love your idea versus hate your idea it's being able to discern you know why do they love it or hate it so for example like one of my sisters was like "Eh, I don't don't know if this will really work in the wedding space well she never would have been one of my customers she did a wedding for under like ten thousand dollars (laughs) like that that was just what her wedding was I have another sister that said yeah I would totally love to do it because she likes spending money on those type of things so the discernment is important um but just real unlike unrelentless like that's just what it takes to start a business is work ethic and it's just try and try and try and try and not to get hung up on the times that you either you screw up or the world around you doesn't make the environment suitable for your success <laughs> like sometimes that's just what it is like things are just hard um yeah but like anyone can do it I don't think anyone should be stopped because they don't feel like they're creative enough they don't feel like they've done something hard and have a work ethic like no one should feel like they can't do it there's always a reason somebody can everyone's reason is just different Unrelentless grit. I like that. That was awesome. Um, now, Abby, is there anything else for um, young entrepreneurs listening or fellow classmates that you're like, you've been sitting on during this interview? You're like, I wish I would have said this, or I yeah. wish everyone would know this about either me, my what I've done, you know, things like that. What's lingering in your head that you wish you would have said or something that you hope you can say? Number one, uh, can't get too mad at the small things. I kind of hinted on that a little bit, but um, I screwed up a lot. I ordered parts wrong, like, and I wasted money just because I clicked the wrong button. You cannot get mad at those little things because it's not worth your time. Like you screwed up, move on, fix it. Um, that's a big one. Um, when you start thinking about giving up, try one more time. Um, like there's just little like mechanical things. There was like, well, let's just try it again. And then it just happened to work. Um, that or... Like I thought there was nobody out there that could weld the pickup. Well, it turns out my uncle could have done it or my cousin could have done it. If I just would, like literally all it would have taken was a post on Facebook and said, hey, I need this done on my pickup. Would someone want to like figure it out? So that came from, because I was, my ego was telling me, oh, don't tell anyone you're doing this yet because what if it fails and everyone's going to know you failed? No, tell the world you're doing it. Those people will help you. And if like people care that you failed, well, like those are not people you should surround yourself with anyways getting um for young entrepreneurs with like tighter budgets think about like the quickest scrappiest way you can get to market to test your idea the cool like 
a sophomore in college bought this old pickup and restored it is a super fun story. And it's why I get to share it often. But honestly, I was like, not the best way to start this business. The best way to start this business would have just been to like buy a bar and try to go get clients bartending with just a regular bar. And then maybe buying my small truck to do those smaller, like I did it kind of completely backwards. Um, not saying I'm not going to be successful, but like the book way tells you to like just try to get it to market, um, just to test it out. Um, so yeah, those things. And then I think the last one is if it's right, it's right. Um, I didn't share this before and it's a fun story of, so the pickup thing, um, I tr went out on limb to try to get this pickup and I was, it was really nice restored pickup. And I was like, oh, I'm totally going to get it. It's like, it's like God's way of telling me like, I'm going to do this business. I'm going to get this pickup for free. It was, it was a horrible idea. Um, didn't work. I was like, oh shoot. Well, so the night after my dad was finally bought into the thing, um, he told me where I could maybe find a pickup and it was through a friend. I had called a friend. Turns out that pickup wasn't for sale, but I had learned, um, what the pickup was. And he had told me, Hey, like, if you find a pickup like this, if you're still in for it, I will help you figure out where to get the parts. You just let us know. I said, okay, cool. So I think it was the next afternoon I was on eBay just, and I'd been doing this for about a week to try to figure out how much pickups would cost me. I'd go on eBay. I'd go to the vehicle section. I'd click a range probably between 1940 and 1965. And then I would pick Chevy literally just because C becomes before F on the list. So I picked Chevy over Ford for literally the only reason I'm not like a Chevy versus Ford girl. No, like it was just C comes before F and I'm scrolling. And I found a pickup that was one year different than my friend's pickup. And I said, Oh, well, like, I just wanted to see what my friend's pickup looked like. And I was looking at the pickup and I was like, Oh, like it's not super rusty. They even say it runs. The body seems in really good condition. There's even wooden um, boards that would be like what I would want on my tap trucks. I was like, I can even like envision this. This is super awesome. I wonder where it's at. Usually these trucks are in Arizona, Utah, Texas, nowhere close. And it said Wahoo, Nebraska, which if anyone knows how geography in Nebraska is, that's seven miles from me. So I was like, oh, no way. No way. So I figured out who owned it. The next, uh, this was late at night when I had found it. So the next, or no, it might have, no, I think it was actually just in the afternoon because it, this happened all within 24 hours. So it would have been that afternoon. And I found it. I called the guy and I said, hi, like my name is Abby. This is super duper random, but I really want to start this business. And then I was looking for a pickup. Yours came across. This is just so wild that we're only seven miles away. Would you be interested in selling me this off of eBay so you don't have to pay the eBay taxes and I will pay you cash for it? Is this something you would be interested in? He said, Abby, this is so weird. I'm driving through Mead right now. What do you want? Like, how much do you get for it? And I said, oh, I don't, I don't know. What do you, what do you think? And so he told me a number and I said, well, let me call my dad. <laughs> so I called my dad. I was like, dad, you'll never believe this. And I told him and he said, do it. And I said, okay. <laughs> so I called the guy back and then the auction was ending that morning. So he was like, the only way I can let you do this is if, you know, you come before the auction ends in the morning, because I need to know if this is, you know, legit. So I had, you know, skip chemistry class in the morning, went to Mead, got uh, my check from the bank and then bought a pickup. So that's where also things is, I don't think you need that, like sign the universal or God sign, whatever, if you choose to have a faith background, I don't think you have to have that to start a business, but, um, sometimes I think in everyone's business, there always seems to be some little aha moment where yeah. something fun always happens. So that was kind of my, my fun moment. As always, this has been Husker Hustle. Hustle.